You are listening to Overcomers Church International Podcast. Here at OCI, we are dedicated to our vision of building strong people and building strong churches. From wherever you are listening, we hope that this message leaves you equipped and encouraged. So when Pastor Kent asked a few of us to minister in the month of May, I, I asked him, so is there a theme or can I do what I want? He said, there's a theme. I was like, okay, okay. I was thinking like kids' church, you know. I'm thinking object lessons, games, snacks, you know. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, not tonight. So the theme, he said, was um, how do you hear the Lord's voice? I was like, oh. That's, yeah, okay. Then he says, what's the title of your message? I'm going to come up with a title too? Okay. Well, immediately, <clears throat> immediately the Lord said, um, showed me what the title of my message is for tonight, today. And it is Make Room for the Lord. So thank you, worship team, for singing that song, Make Room. That's just yes. We're going to make room for the Lord, Okay. And that's how you're going to hear the voice of God. You've got to make room for him. Okay? So I'm going to list some different ways of how I hear the Lord's voice. And I'm sure a lot of you will agree with it in the same, the same list. But remember, we are all very unique. So you're going to hear the Lord's voice in a unique way, your way the way the Lord wants to talk to you. It's not always going to look the same as the person next to you or your spouse or your pastor, okay? So embrace your uniqueness, and when the Lord speaks, grab it. So here's, here's a few things. How the Lord speaks to me. Worship time. I hear a lot during worship. Uh, that's why there's always a notebook. Always a notebook and a pen. You want to write down what the Lord's speaking to you because you're going to forget it if you don't most of the time. Dreams. The Lord will speak to you during dreams. I highly suggest have a notebook on your nightstand. He will wake you up. He's going to speak to you in your dreams. Um, he'll speak to you through visions. Reading his word. His word is his voice. And it will come alive. Okay. Quiet time alone. The Lord will speak to you during those times. The quiet times alone with him. Audible. He will speak out loud to you. Feelings. When the Lord speaks to you with your feelings, it's going to be a feeling of peace. And just love that comes over you. Receive that as, that's, that's his voice. He's, he's speaking to you. Like Miss Artie, when she talked about our five senses, our feelings, emotions, you know, all of those, that's part of who we are. It's part of how he created us. Seeing things. He'll speak to me through seeing different things. Um, journaling, I said that before. Conversations with people. Oh, this is a good one. I don't know if you've ever prayed about something and 
prayed about it with the Lord by yourself, and then the next thing you know, you get in your car, turn on your radio, bam, there's a song with the exact word you needed to hear. You go to wherever you're going, and you begin to speak to somebody, bam, out of their mouth is exactly what you need to hear. That's the Lord. That's the Lord's voice. He's so cool. He does it in so many different ways. So if you would, pull up Psalm 4610. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Okay. We need to make room for the Lord. And to do that, sometimes we have to be still. Just be still. I know. That's hard for some of us. Guilty. I don't stay still very much. Those of you who know me. Just be still. The next one, Zephaniah 1, 7. Be silent in the presence of the Lord. This is the Lord's voice speaking to you through his word. Be still and be silent. Sometimes you just need to stop so you can hear him, and he will show you direction and speak to you and love on you. These verses, they speak to me because I need to be still and be quiet. I, my husband just said amen to that <laughs> out loud. Please pray for my husband. <laughs> yes, truth. Sometimes I do need to just be still and be quiet because I like to go and I like to talk. And sometimes I do miss the Lord because I'm going and I'm talking. So I take those words serious. I want to make room for the Lord in my life. And I'm going to be still and I'm going to be silent. Hmm. A story in um, God's word that blesses me. This reminds me of how patient God is with us when he speaks. This story comes, it's in um, 1 Samuel chapter 3, 1 through 10. You can just write that down, save it, read it later. I'm going to give you the short version. This is where Samuel is in training with Eli. And this is how patient God is. There was an evening, a nighttime, Samuel, he heard, he heard somebody call his name. So he gets up, he runs to Eli. Eli says, no, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. It was the Lord. The Lord did this three times to Samuel, saying his name. The Lord's going to call out your name, your name. So finally, on that third time, after that third time, Eli says, Samuel, go back and rest. And if you hear your name again, this is the Lord, and you need to say, yes, Lord, here I am. Okay? The Lord called Samuel again the fourth time. See how good he is to us? He's patient. Samuel realized, that's the Lord. And he began to spend time with the Lord, and he grew in the Lord. He became a great prophet. So see, remember the Lord's good. He's so good, and he's so patient. He will say your name. He doesn't want you to miss his voice. And if it takes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, he's going to keep calling you. Okay, because he cares that much about you. He wants you to spend time with him, and he wants you to hear his voice. 
Now, <clears throat> to, know, to know the Lord's voice, we must spend time with him. Just like when you meet somebody, you, you want to get to know them. You, you're like, hey, I want to get to know you. Well, how do you get to know somebody? You spend time with them. You set a set time, an appointment to go have breakfast or lunch with them or whatever it is. You are doing an intentional moment of creating a time set apart for that person. That's what the Lord wants you to do with him. He wants you to take a set time, a personal time where you make room for him. Okay? The Lord's our shepherd and we're his sheep. Now this verse, John 10, 27 My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Okay? I heard this story um, from another minister. She was talking about how she talked to a shepherd who actually herds sheep. And she said that long ago, the, the shepherd guy told her that the shepherds would take their flocks of sheep all across the country, wherever they were going, whether they were going to a feeding area or they were going to be sold or whatever. And they would have a resting area. Well, each shepherd had, I don't know how many sheep, lots of them, but they would put them all together. And then they would rest there. When that shepherd wanted to leave, he would go and he would call his sheep. And out of, say, a thousand sheep, and he had a hundred, all 100 of his sheep came over to him because they knew his voice. How did they know his voice? They spent time with him. They trusted him. Those sheep knew the shepherd would protect them, feed them, and guide them. That's what the Lord is for us. He wants you to be able to recognize his voice when he calls your name. But you got to make room for him. You got to spend time with him. Okay? Now back to the title, Make Room for the Lord. We are a very busy world. Anybody busy? Yeah. We are busy out there. Well, some busy is not good. I want you to think, is your busy moments like this acronym? It's the word busy. The letter B stands for burden. U is under. S is Satan. And the Y is yoke. Is your busy because you're burdened under Satan's yoke? Something to think about. When you make room for the Lord to hear his voice, he will tell you what to be busy with. Okay? He will teach you. He will guide you. And he will show you. We must learn. We must learn to hear God's voice. And a lesson that I had to learn, hmm, just because we can do something doesn't mean we should. That's a hard lesson when you naturally love to go and do and serve. You want to do it all. Are we supposed to do it all? No, we're not supposed to do it all. And I use this example this morning, and I'll use it tonight too. For example, I get to teach in children's ministry. Well, I love to teach every single week, every single time. I won't ever get burned out or tired from that. But should I? 
No, I shouldn't. Because the Lord has blessed us with an amazing children's ministry family of teachers and leaders. Just because I can and could teach every single week doesn't mean I should. Because I could be holding somebody else back. I could be in their way of their growth and their stretching. So you got you to gotta hear the Lord's voice. Where does he want you? Okay. What does he want you to be doing? In Psalm 119, 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Okay. This is God's word. His word is a lamp to our feet and a light into our path. If we'll make room for the Lord, think about that. He is absolutely going to shine the path for you. Okay? In 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. I'm going to stop right there. Not just some scripture. All. All of it, all of God's word is given to us by God for us. It literally is written for us. It is a love letter from the Lord to us. I highly suggest you take your Bibles and you open up to your front cover and you write in the beginning of it, Dear Marianne. I mean, not Marianne. I wrote Dear Marianne. You write your name. In mine, it says, Dear Marianne, love God. His word is for me, and it's for you. And you need to make room in your heart to realize that that is a gift, a love letter from our God for you. Go on a personal journey with the Lord. Surrender yourself to him. And to surrender yourself to him, that's a posture. That's an intentional thing that you're going to do. You're making a choice to surrender yourself to the Lord, and you're making room for him to come in, come into your life. And as you pray and you're talking to the Lord, don't always go to the Lord with a to-do list. Anybody ever done that before? Yeah, I didn't know any better. I just thought I had to go tell God everything to do for me. He doesn't need a to-do list. He knows what you need, and he knows what you want. He just wants to talk with you and hang out with you and get close to you. When you go to the Lord, go with praise and thanksgiving. Make room for the Lord. Begin to speak with him. Praying is just talking to God. I used to think you had to say all these repetitive prayers. I didn't know any better. I just was repeating the same thing over and over again. No, the Lord wants your whole heart. Go to him and, and praise him and thanksgiving. Because what this will do, this is showing honor. This is showing honor to the Lord. And as you show honor to the Lord, it releases or unlocks his glory that he wants to just cover you over your life, his presence over you. Honor re releases the glory or unlocks the glory, however you want to say it. Praise and thanksgiving. Now, showing honor 
I can just see as you're praying and you're thanking God for all the awesome stuff of who he is and what he's done for you. You're just praising him and thanking him. I can see God, our Abba Father, sitting there going, ah, there's my beloved child. There he is. There she is. And his voice will just come to you naturally because you've made room for him. You're praising and thanking him, and you've made room for him to come into your life. During this time when you're praying and hanging out with God, he may give you assignments. He may give you corrections. He's going to give you ideas. But always remember that it will always be and from love because God is love. So when he speaks to you in his voice, whether it's assignments, directions, corrections, whatever it is that he is telling you, if it is not based in coming from the root of love, thank God. And you need to get rid of that. Okay, remember that. He will always speak to you in love. And when, you, when you've made room for the Lord, remember that Satan's going to try to attack you. He's going to try to sabotage your time with the Lord. He's going to try to invade it with distractions. Do not allow that, okay? You are filled with the Holy Spirit, and you've got the fruits of the Spirit, and one of those is self-control. So when you've made room for the Lord, and you're spending time with him, and you're tempted to get up and go do something else, or tempted to look at your phone, okay, yeah, I know, you got your Bibles in your phones, yeah, 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 that's what I'm talking about. Okay, go old school, go old school, go to the Bibles with the pages, move that phone away, okay, don't allow your time, the room that you've created for the Lord to be sabotaged with distractions, self-control, that is something we all have to work on every day, okay, but when you do that, that's going to keep you balanced and keep you aligned, and as you're walking your walk with the Lord, I heard at a conference um, a couple weeks ago that we went to, it was the very first lady, almost the very first word out of her mouth was, do not be an agenda wrestler. I was like, oh, okay, that was speaking to me. Because when you're a person who likes to do things, you're always coming up with plans plans and lists and projects. Let's go do this and let's go do that. And all those things can be amazing and good because it comes from your heart. But are they from the Lord? Was it the Lord's agenda or was it your agenda? Okay. God's grace is so good. He covers us. He, he covers us when we oops. Praise God. He's so patient with us. Praise God. Now, Hebrews 3.15 Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in rebellion. Hmm. The Lord wants to speak to you, and he wants to show you, and he wants to guide you and give you his agenda. Don't harden your heart from it. And I also mean don't harden your heart as in rebellion just because you don't want to do it, but don't let fear Get in there and harden your heart either, okay? Hear his voice. 
Don't be an agenda wrestler with the Lord. Isaiah 6, 8. I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am. Send me. Woo! You hear the voice of the Lord. Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? Then I said, I will go, send me. Be that person. Be that person that says, yes, I will go, whether you know what you're doing or not. Okay? Take that step. Take that step. Open your mouth. You've made room for the Lord to come into your life. He's guiding you and leading you, and he's going to ask you to do some stuff. Yeah, he is. Be that person that says, here I am, send me, and go. Go with him. Be that person. My life changed when I realized that the Lord wanted to actually speak to me. And I didn't have to wait till Sunday morning. I didn't know. I didn't know that as a kid. I didn't know he wanted to talk to me every day, all day long, all night long. He, he wanted to talk to me, Mary Ann. He wants to talk to you guys too. You don't have to wait till Sunday morning or as here, Sunday nights. Okay? Make room for the Lord. Open your hearts and listen. He wants to talk to you all the time. And he loves all of his children. And this is just how good God is and, and gracious over us. We're going to miss it sometimes. We're going to oops. It's, we're human. This is how good God is. All the way back to the beginning, when Adam and Eve, they knew God's voice. They hung out with God in the garden. And then they sinned, and they ran and hid. What did God do? Did he turn his back on them? No. He went after them. And he said, where are you? Okay, that's how good God is. He's coming after you all the time. Don't hide from him. Stop. Make room for him. He's calling your name. He is calling you guys. And praise God that Jesus came to make a way for us to fix all of that mess, okay? Praise God for Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. And remember, God is a gentleman. He, he knocks, he's knocking. He's knocking on the door of your heart, okay? When somebody comes to your house and they're knocking on your door to come visit you, do you just open the door and stand right there? No. You open the door and you move and you make room for them to come in. Make room for the Lord. He's knocking. He's knocking. Just make room for him to come on in. Um, we, we can all hear his voice. Now, to hear something is to perceive sounds with a natural ability. Okay? We can hear noises and sounds, and we're not even trying. Okay? People talking, cars, whatever, fans, well, any noise, okay? You can hear that. You need to go to another level. Are you listening? Listening is an effort. It's a posture, and it's an intentional movement and action that you are doing. You're hearing those noises, but when you stop and you listen, that's what the Lord wants you to do. Okay? Don't just hear that you can hear he's there, but are you really listening? Listen to him. Take time, set aside. 
be silent, be still. As a child, I did not understand the difference between, between knowing God and believing in God. I knew about him. I knew he loved me, but I didn't really believe it. I didn't have that revelation. It took me some time. It took me some time to get that revelation. And that was one of the greatest moments in my life when I actually heard him. And I, I have heard the Lord's voice audibly. Rocked my world. Absolutely rocked my world. And I was being intentional. I was making room for the Lord. I was seeking him. Do you really love me? Me and all this mess? All this talky-talky and go, go, go. You love me? And he said, yes. He said out loud to me, he said, yes, beloved Mary Ann. When you hear the Lord say that, you're never the same. And he will say that to each of you. You are his beloved children and he loves you. You just got to make room for him. You got to make room for him. In, um, here we go. Jesus, or, well, let me back up. After, after that, after I heard his voice, that got me so excited that, yeah, you were right. I wanted to tell everybody about God's love. I was like, God loves you. He doesn't want you left out. You are special. You will not be left behind. You're not going to be left out ever. That is how much he cares about you. And I tell it to anybody who would listen. I probably told it to our cats and dogs and horse, too just how you roll. You know, when your world is changed for the Lord, you want everybody and everything to know how much he cares about them. And Jesus was so cool. With his disciples, he said to them, when he got all those disciples, he said, come follow me. Well, they did. Do you think they made room for the Lord? <laughs> you bet. They walked away from their whole entire lives. They made a lot of room for the Lord. And praise God, they did. They paved the path. They paved the way. They were the pioneers. They made room for the Lord in their lives. I'm grateful for that. And during that time, that was their time to hang out with Jesus and learn who he is, learn to trust him, and then realize how, how awesome God is. And they had assignments. They had things to do. But they made room for the Lord to learn how to, and they went and they did. And God is so good that he will actually speak to you again through his word. Everything in there is for you too, okay? He knows that humans are going to get tired. And so what did he say to the disciples then? Come away with me. First he says, come follow me. Hang out and you learn and you learn and you trust the Lord. And then he sees that you're tired. He says, come away with me. How cool is that? That was so you could rest. That's a spot of rest and, and to relax. Be still and be silent and hang out with the Lord. God is so good, so good. I will tell you this. Y'all ever been tired? Yeah, they were probably tired. Cure for tiredness is intimacy with Jesus. Come away with him. He's calling you. Come away with him. Get your rest. That'll fix your tiredness. These verses 
to go away with Jesus is rest. It's an intentional action. It was making room for the Lord. It was a time of surrendering. They were surrendering. They were shaking down the walls and making room and space for the Lord to get their rest. In Hebrews 13, 8, pull this one up. I really like this one. You're going to like this one. Anybody have it memorized? You know what Hebrews 13, 8 is? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay, you can read your word, the Bible, and some people will look at it as a history lesson and not really embrace it that it's for them. Uh-uh. Look, it says right there in his word. You believe the word's of truth? I do. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means all the stuff that is written in the Bible that he did and how much he cared for all of them. It says right there, he's the same for today and forever. That means it's for you. That's for you. Everything that is in there is for you. Just make room for him. He'll show you. He will show you. Mm, yes, amen. I have to look over my notes here. I know that's hard for some of us to wrap your mind around that. But I can promise you, if you will make room and be still and be quiet, he will show you. He, he's going to show you. You need to wait. You need to hear. You need to listen. You need to see. Set in time apart. A specific intentional moment. Can you do that without your phone? Just being real. Self-control. That's a distraction. Remember that. Reading God's word literally can give you direction in all the areas of your life that you need. One person away from me was years ago, and this was before we came to OCI. I was serving in all kinds of areas, all kinds of areas, and I became tired. I was very tired. Not burned out from doing ministry, just exhausted. And I began to think, whew. I'm helping here, I'm helping there, I'm helping everywhere. I am exhausted. What, what is this, you know, the human side? Does anybody notice, you know, I need a little help here? I got exhausted. And I was kind of having a pity party with the Lord. Anybody ever have one of those? Yeah, yeah. The Lord directed me to the story of David and Goliath. Everybody know the story of David and Goliath? I've taught it a bunches and bunches of times. And I'm like, Lord, why are you sending me to read this story again? As I was reading it, like Lee was saying, that the word of God will come alive and jump out at you. The Lord highlighted a scripture in that story. Sometimes the Lord will highlight a whole entire book from the Bible to you, or a chapter, a verse, or one single word. And during my tiredness, the Lord was like, come away with me. I'm going to show you something, Marianne. I'm going to show you that you matter. I'm going to show you that your work is important. And what you're doing behind the scenes is absolutely what I want you to do and is needed. So in this verse, you know how David was going back and forth from taking care of his father's sheep and going to his brothers and they're in battle, back and forth, back and forth. Well, the last time 
when he left the sheep to go where his brothers were and where Goliath was, this verse popped out at me, and it doesn't say this in the other verses where David was going back and forth. I forgot how many times he went back and forth, but in the last one, in this verse, 1 Samuel chapter 17 of 20, this is how good God is. He cares so much about you and what you're feeling and everything about you. It said, so David rose early in the morning, left the sheep with a keeper, and took the things and went as Jesse had commanded him. The part that was highlighted to me and jumped out at me, I've read over these verses many, many times and never saw this. For all you people who are helpers and behind-the-scenes stuff, here you go. This is how important you are. Left the sheep with a keeper. It didn't say that, that he left the sheep with a keeper all the other times, but that time it did. And that was highlighted to me, and it was just like, oh. David was honorable to his father. He didn't want to just leave those sheep. He left them with a keeper, a helper. It matters. Absolutely everything that you are doing for the Lord matters. When you make room for the Lord and he is directing your paths and your ways, it matters. Lori told me David needed that helper so he could go do his job. Think about that. Think about that. Whoever you are helping, it is, it is absolute necessity because we are a family. And families take care of each other and we hold each other up. And we got each other's backs. And we all need helpers. And you do matter. I was like, thank you, Lord. He was loving on me. So that just like popped out at me. And I had never seen that. And I've heard that story for years. That's how good God is. He absolutely will touch you right where you need it. Now, let's make a commit or let's commit to go on this journey of making more room for the Lord. Intentional moments, but enjoy them. Figure out what your unique, intentional moment, however you're going to make room for the Lord. It's going, to be, it's going to be right. When you open up your heart and you ask the Lord, I don't know how to make room for you. I'm all of this. He will show you because you've asked. That's all you got to do. He will show you your specific, unique way on how to make room for him. That's how good he is. He cares that much. And remember, it's going to be different. It, it'll be different for each of us, okay? Some people are early risers. I'm going to be an early riser someday. I'm a work in progress. <laughs> Some people will have that room, make room for the Lord early mornings. Some is nighttime. Some is midday. Whatever it is, make room for the Lord and do it with your heart. God is complex, but not complicated, don't overthink it. Don't make making room for the Lord some religious act that like, okay, I have to do this and this amount of times and blah, 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 blah. No. Just open your heart. Say, Lord, I'm making room for you. Don't overcomplicate it. The God is not complicated. He's complex. Many different ways, doing many different things, but never complicated. Now, listening is different from hearing. Remember that. It's purposeful activity. In Isaiah 55, 3, 
it talks about, it says, incline our ears. You are intentionally doing something. You're inclining your ears to, towards the Lord. Ecclesiastes 5.1 says, draw near. Okay? These, are, these are action things. Draw near to the Lord. Make room for him. Okay? As we make room for the Lord, the clutter will be removed and clarity will come. Let's be kingdom-minded and bring heaven to earth. As you make room for the Lord, he is going to use you, and he's going to give you the words, his voice. You're going to hear his voice, and you're going to go out, and you're going to share it. You're going to share his love, and it's going to be, that's kingdom-minded. Don't be us for no more, people. No. When you're making room for the Lord, you are making room for the kingdom, and you're helping bring heaven to earth, okay? Start small. Like I said, don't overcomplicate it. Start small. Pick a time. Go from there. Go with praise and thanksgiving, okay? Yes, it might be a battle with self-control to get up from your time that you've set apart for the Lord to go look at your phone or, or do whatever, clean something or talk to whatever. Self-control, you've got this. You've got this inside of you. Desire the intimate times with the Lord. That's where those quiet times, that's when the relationship is going to be built. You know what it's like talking to somebody when you're just one-on-one -on -one hanging out? That's intimate. You're focused. You're listening to each other. That's what the Lord wants to do with you. He wants that to do that with you. Okay? And before you realize it, when you've made room for the Lord, like I said, it's an intentional thought process and an action. Your Bible study time, your time in the Word is going to absolutely go from a sudden interest of, hey, I wonder what it says here in the Bible. It will move from just being a sudden interest to, this is what I like, an absolute holy obsession of God's Word. You are going to be obsessed with wanting more. You will begin to crave more of his word. And it's okay to be obsessed with that. And that's a good thing. That's a lifestyle. That's just not a moment. That's a lifestyle. Another way of hearing God's voice, praying in tongues. He will speak to you through there. You will pray in tongues. And he will give you interpretations of what that means. Be ready. Make room for those moments. Make room. Just open your mouth. Make room for the Lord. Keep a tender heart. He's so good to us. He will repeat himself to you. Just like I've repeated a few things tonight. Because he wants you to get a grasp of it. Our human minds, we need to be repeated to sometimes. Because that's how much he cares. He doesn't want you to miss it. He doesn't want you left out. He doesn't want you left behind. Okay? The Holy Spirit is our personal tour guide through this journey of life. How awesome is that? You ever been somewhere where you didn't have a clue where you were going? You had to follow the guide? Think about that. The Holy Spirit is your personal guide for your daily walk of life. Woo! It's pretty awesome. 
He knows exactly what you need. He knows exactly how to guide you. But remember, you've got to make room and open up. Open up and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. You'll hear his voice. You will. You will. Your Holy Spirit has given you all the private instructions that you need for every decision that you have in life. Big, little, medium. God cares that much about them all. He will show you. He'll show you. He'll show you how to go and walk. Remember, when you make room for the Lord, and I don't want to scare anybody, but God's going to challenge you when you do this. He challenged a few people in the Bible. Noah had to build an ark. Abraham left his home. Gideon went to battle. Samuel had to give a tough message. Esther had to plead with the king. Mary became Jesus' mother. Is the Lord going to ask you to do stuff like that? Maybe. Maybe not. But don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of that. Because if he's asking you, then he wants you. Make room for that. He's going to provide every single thing you need. Remember, I said the Holy Spirit's your own personal tour guide of this journey of life with the Lord. Don't be afraid of it. He has so much for us. He absolutely will always desire us to move forward. It's always a forward motion, bigger, better, more. Kingdom-minded. Nobody left out. Okay? Make room in your mind and your heart for the Lord. He speaks to us spirit to spirit. I read a quote that was, made me laugh. It, it was in a book. It says, if what you sense from God never contains anything that surprises you, you're probably making it up and it wasn't God. Because God is full of surprises. Anybody been surprised by God? That's a good thing. Surprises are good. Don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid to be surprised by God. Trust him, okay? He took care of everybody else in the Bible. Remember that verse? Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's going to do the same thing for you. Same thing for you. Always go to the Lord expecting to hear. Expect to hear something. When you came tonight, you expected the lights to be on. You expected the air to be on. You expected the music to be played, right? Go expecting to hear God's voice. Always. Wake up expecting. Arrive expecting. Stand expecting. Live expecting. Never stop expecting to hear from the Lord. Okay? Here's another quote. This quote comes from Corey Ten Boom. She said, If you want to hear God's voice clearly and you are uncertain then remain in his presence until he changes this uncertainty. You hear that? Remain in his presence until he changes that uncertainty. Often much can happen during that waiting on the Lord. Sometimes he's going to change pride into humility, doubt into faith and peace, sometimes lust into purity. The Lord can and he will do it all. In that waiting, go expecting, stand expecting. There's a few songs of worship songs that have helped me calm my mind. And 
Thank you again, worship team. You blessed me singing that song, Make Room. Make Room is one of those. I highly suggest if you need to figure out how to make room for the Lord, write these down. Look these songs up. It it helped me. I hope it helps you. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But the song, Make Room, that's a surrender. Make room for the Lord. And then the the other song that really touched me is there's a song called Available. Revelation, it's not about your ability when you're walking with the Lord. It's about your availability. He doesn't expect perfection from day one, first step you take. He just wants you to be available. Check that song out, available. Then the other one, the last one, is similar to Make Room, but this one's called Make Space. In this song, this is a fun song. You're making space for the Lord, and there's a chorus and a verse through that part. And in it, this is a lesson that I'm going through right now, and it's a journey, remember? We're not perfect. The Lord is gracious to us. There's a verse, a part of it, it goes, bye-bye clutter. Everybody got any clutter? I don't mean, yeah, I do mean physical clutter, all that, but I mean all of this clutter. Okay, you need to say bye-bye clutter. Say bye-bye clutter. And when that clutter tries to come back on you, you stand and you say no. It's okay to say no. You can say no to all of those attacks that are trying to invade your space that's yours and the Lord's. And you can say no. And you don't even have to explain why you're saying no. It's okay. Just say no. And you're going to say bye-bye clutter. And then the verse goes, and this is serious. I really, I've been singing this song. It literally goes, bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye clutter. I'm like, yes, bye-bye clutter, bye-bye clutter, get out. And the very next line is one of my favorite. Hello, clarity. Mmm. Bye-bye clutter, hello, clarity. You've made room for the Lord. You have said bye-bye to all of that clutter. Hello, clarity. That's what he wants to speak to you, is truth and clarity. So thank you. Thank you all for hanging out with me and Jesus tonight. And I'm going to encourage you to go home and ask the Lord, how do I need to make room for you? What do I need to do? Now, before Pastor Kent comes up, I'd like to just pray, just pray a blessing over you guys, if you don't mind. Father God, thank you so much for all that you've done for us and how much you love us and how patient you are to us. Lord, I lift up every man and every woman and every household that is represented here physically and online watching. May they say bye-bye to the clutter and hello to your clarity. And they make room for you, Lord. And they trust that they, hear, they are hearing your voice. Thank you for taking care of us, Lord. And thank you for being so gracious and patient with us. In Jesus' name, amen. If God is changing your life through this ministry, join us in reaching others by partnering with us today. If you would like to give, or would like more information on how we are making a difference, visit overcomerschurchinternational.com.